Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at cruiseradio.net. From the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. We're all there, cruiseradio.net. On this show, we'll talk to travel writer Chris Owen about his latest article on gadling.com, 10 Ways to Save Money on a Cruise Without Being a Cheapskate. But first, Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy, joins us. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. Let's get right to it. Give us an Egypt update. Well, uh, this past weekend, uh, both Celebrity and Azamara have canceled the remainder of their Egypt ports for 2011, uh, a total of seven in all, which uh, also includes the brand-new Celebrity Silhouette that uh, is scheduled to debut in July. So, unfortunately, because of the unrest, they are going to cancel their Egypt uh, stops and uh, make some substitutions. So, you know, look, it's, it's a good thing. You know, you certainly want to err on the side of caution. Speaking of pulling out, Carnival uh, pulled out a Mazatlan today? Yeah, they are the latest uh, cruise line to uh, indefinitely uh, cancel uh, stops in Mazatlan, Mexico, because of violence. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're joining Disney and, uh, you know, some of the other lines. And it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. They will include a, an additional day in Cabo San Lucas, like uh, several of the other lines, NCL, uh, so that uh, this way, you know, their, their passengers, their current and future passengers know exactly what their itineraries are. And, you know, they're certainly, you know, looking out for the safety of the ship and its passengers. And once their security teams are comfortable with the plan and implementation of new safety measures in Mexico, they'll, they'll return to Mazatlan. Whenever a cruise line pulls out of a port like that, um, does that affect the port taxes? Well, it, it depends on what they substitute it with, Doug. Uh-huh. So it, it's, very, it's very hard to tell. It's a very uh, mis- mysterious uh, you know, accounting of, of what happens. But, uh, you know, because that also includes uh, porter fees and, and a lot of things that uh, we don't know about. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, it, it just varies, you know, depending on port to port. Uh, you know, it will be less expensive going into other ports. Cabo may be a little more expensive or less uh, than, than uh, Mazatlan, but uh, I, I don't foresee any additional uh, charges being incurred. All right, let's talk about Crown Princess going into Galveston, Texas. Yeah, when the Princess will be uh, arriving, returning to Galveston at, uh, in 2012, which means it'll be five years since uh, they've left. Yeah. And that, that's very good news, uh, considering besides uh, Crown Princess, uh, Carnival's brand-new Carnival Magic will be uh, arriving later this year in 2011, to, to do seven night um, you know Western Caribbean from Galveston, so uh, they're they're thinking well there may be a, a strong surge, but keep in mind about eighty percent of all the passengers that sail from Galveston uh, come from Texas, while a few more will come from the West Coast and uh, and also the Midwest. But uh, it's it's mainly a, a Texas port, and evidently they're showing some signs of a resurgence there. So that's great news. When's Carnival putting the magic over there? It'll be there in November. This has been in the news, uh, especially right here in North Florida lately, in uh, South Georgia. Savannah, did, they, uh, did a bill just get passed about a cruise port in Savannah? Well, it's, it's a, it's a ni- non-binding uh, vote of confidence, really, uh, that they want to uh, further explore adding you know, some cruise facilities in Savannah, Georgia. But it's, it's extremely unlikely that it would be considered a turnaround port. I mean, Savannah right now is... Uh, sometimes a, a stop on itineraries that are coming over, maybe from Europe as well as coming from the Northeast, Baltimore, New York, on certain sailings. But because of its its proximity and you know to both Charleston and 
uh, Jacksonville, it's, it's highly unlikely it would become a cruise port where maybe one cruise line would home port a ship there because it's, that area is all drive, and they'd be sourcing passengers from the same area, and it, it would just kind of weaken the entire region, and uh, you know, the cruise lines would just you know, essentially just take their ships and redeploy, redeploy them to more profitable areas so, uh, because you can't get to the Caribbean in seven nights from uh, any one of the ports there. So uh, I, I don't think that's going to uh, really uh, make hay. Stuart, what is gas a gallon down there in Miami right now? Well, it's about uh, three fifty-nine. That's about which, it is which is kind of similar to where it is in in, in many many places around the country. I, last week, what it went up uh, thirty-three cents, which is the uh, largest increase uh, since two thousand eight in a single week. So it's it's really uh, it's look it's certainly tough for a lot of people. So we can expect uh, fuel surcharges. First of all. The cruise lines can uh, reinstitute the fuel surcharges anytime after $65 a barrel. So we're long past that. Yeah, over 100. They've been very clear uh, with with the passengers that uh, they reserve the right. But the good news is that the cruise pricing is much healthier today than it was back in 2008 when the fuel surcharges uh, became prevalent. So as long, I believe right now, as as long as the cruise prices continue to at least grow, it would be a, a it would be detrimental to the cruise lines and and really slow future bookings if they reinstituted the fuel surcharge. And one one of the big boys, what Cunard has it right now? Cunard has it. They're mainly a, a European, uh, you know, line P and O as as well, uh-huh. which are Carnival brands, but the North American Focus brands. Uh, right now, uh, they, they've said on even in the last uh, several uh, earnings calls that right now they don't have any intention to reinitiate. But that does not mean that if we start to see, you know, the fuel is just you know 120 dollars a barrel, um, it's it's probably probable that we'll we'll have it uh, at least temporarily. Let me ask you this: for the folks who have already booked their cruise or who are paying on their cruise right now, let's say it gets reinstated in a month. Are the folks who are already booked for later this year, are they going to be charged the fuel price? Doug, that's a, that's a great question, and the answer is yes. So whether you're booked now or booked later, you will have to pay that, that uh, fuel surcharge. So basically it'll be like an extra nine or six bucks a day or whatever they'll make you pay before you can cruise? Correct. So okay. you know, on a seven-day cruise at $9, you know, you're looking at about $63 a person. Interesting. All right, as always, thank you so much, Stuart. You're hey, so knowledgeable. It's a pleasure. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one. Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Hassan? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or how about a cruise around the whole world? Cruise one. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise one. Let us send you on your way. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's 1-800-CRUISE-1 or find us online at cruiseone.com. Number one in cruising nationwide. If you're like Doug and you rack up a $500 texting and cellular phone bill <laughs> while you're cruising, you've uh-huh. 
Got to look into this. Again, the AT&T cruise ship passport. Stay in touch while you're out at sea. $35 a month. The package provides the following services while on the cruise ship cellular network. 15 minutes of voice and 15 messages sent. That's text, picture, and video. The cool thing about this package from AT&T is the fact that you can turn it on and off as you cruise. I'm turning mine on, and I'm turning mine right back off until my next trip. This way, I'm not always getting charged $35 a month. Service is available on more than 140 cruise ships while on the Cellular at Sea network. For a list of cruise ships, go to att.com slash travel guide. To sign up for the AT&T cruise ship passport, log on to your AT&T wireless account at att.com slash mywireless or call 916-843-4685. Overage rates are $249 a minute, 50 cents per text message sent, and $1.30 per picture or video message sent. Messages received while on the cruise ship will continue to be charged at your normal domestic rate. Once again, travel writer Chris Owen is with us. You can find his fine, fine works on gadling.com. Chris, welcome back. Hi, Matt. Hi, Doug. Let's talk about your recent article, 10 <laughs> Ways to Save Money on a Cruise Without Being a Cheapskate. Uh, first one, he says here, uh, be realistic. Tell us more. Well, the thing is, you know, when people talk about saving money on a cruise, they always think about the price of the cruise. And that's, that's a good idea. That's a good place to start. But that's not, that's not the end of the world. I mean, that's not the end of the game. That's where you start the game. Huh. Being realistic about uh, expenses is a good thing to start with. That's number one on the list. The next one, shop for travel insurance? They're not all the same. Um, shopping for travel insurance is a good idea, just like you would shop for a pair of shoes. You might get it from um, a third-party source. You might get it through the cruise line. Your, your uh, personal uh, travel uh, insurance agent that handles your home, life, health insurance, they might have it too. But it's a good idea to shop it around because they're not all the same. There's lots of different options, and make sure you're using a certified insurance agent. Yeah. How about beverage packages? The idea there is to do the math because sometimes these all-you-can-drink packages are a great idea, and sometimes it doesn't come out to be all that all that uh, big of an option uh, of advantage to you. The uh, daily uh, all-you-can-drink soda packages are uh, good for somebody that drinks a lot of a lot of soda. If you drink three or four a day, maybe not so much. Shore excursions. If you see the word beach in a shore excursion. You need to think twice, um, meaning that if it, you, you, on pretty much any cruise that stops at any port that's got a beach, you can walk off the ship and go to the beach, and you don't need to have a shore excursion to do that. Is it safe? Is it uh, cost-effective? You, you have to be realistic about that, too, back to number one. Um, are you with a bunch of stupid people that would get in trouble by themselves on shore? <laughs> right. Maybe it's a good idea to go with a shore excursion. If it's a matter of uh, if you've been to the port several times and, and you know right where to go and all that sort of stuff, or you have somebody that w- that's with you that does, then maybe you can go on your own. The idea is to be safe in port because uh, there's trouble all over the world in, in these days, and, and um, you don't want to get uh, off in some place where you're not sure of. But that's, you, they can, you can get in that type of a situation in any town uh, around the world. So being in port doesn't make a difference there. Here's one, tipping. Well, the cruise lines make it easy with uh, automatic tipping, and they they uh, put it on there every day, and you can leave it like that and, and be done with it, and say that's the end of it. Right. Uh, it's a, it's an important number. It's an important number to figure into the total calculations for how much you're going to actually spend because it's part of the deal. Is is tipping? Uh, some people find it uh, better off and feel better about it by doing it what 
I guess you could call it the old-fashioned way, where you actually hand people money at the end of the at the end of the cruise, and that way you can customize it a bit more if you want to. Um, but uh, if you just do the automatic tipping, you've you've satisfied the uh, need to do that. Um, as far as the cruise line is concerned, as far as the employee, the crew on the on the ship is concerned, uh, all except for um, what's coming up next. And of course, you can always bribe people. That's what you need to do. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, we used to call it to be polite. We call it pre-tipping, and and I've done this on every cruise I've ever been on. I don't know where I got the idea uh, uh, to begin with, but. Um, when I when we go in, get on the ship and get into our cabin, we'll uh, see our cabin steward, uh, the person that's going to take care of us a couple times a day throughout the voyage. And I'll have a twenty dollar bill. I'll hit, put it in their hands. Say, "You take good care of us. We'll take care good care of you." And we have always had wonderful service. Everything's they couldn't they can't do enough for you. It's a it's a good investment of time of money. Watch pricing. That's probably one of the most important ones. Most people think they go online, they'll find a price, they'll however they get to their, where they're going to buy. They've made the they made the decision. They put the deposit down, and that's the end of the road. Mm-hmm. That's really when the road begins, um, as far as pricing is concerned. Because especially if you're buying a cruise in uh, far in advance, um, there can be a lot of things happen between uh, when you book the cruise and when final payment is due. And some of those things may uh, equal uh, a lower cost for you, like, say, a new promotion comes up by a cruise line that is applicable to your booking. Um, that happens all the time. Um, probably, I would say, 50% of, of the bookings that I, that I see um, have, have changed from the time that they started until the time final payment uh, came around. And that's just a matter of keeping your eyes open. Keep watching the prices and keep... Uh, Keep looking for the the offers. Your travel agent will know about these things. What your travel agent doesn't know is something you might get in the mail or a phone call you might get from the cruise line or an email you might get from the cruise line. That they won't know. You need to tell them about that so that they can get on top of that too. Onboard purchases can add up quickly and easily, and obviously it's important to, to budget those. It is, um, and that, and that's just a matter of getting a number and and deciding how you're gonna how you're going to spend your how you're going to spend your money and how much you're going to spend. Um, you can you can go on a cruise and spend no more than uh, what you paid for the for the cruise fare and the tips. You, you can I've done it. You can spend you can spend. I did it one time. It was hard. Actually, I did. I came real close. I said I did it. I had to. Get, I I went. The, a whole week without a diet coke i had it broke down on the last day and said i got to have a diet coke that was it it was the only expense you can do that do you want to no uh-uh not at all you want to do you want to go go on a shore excursion you'll want to you might want to do a spa treatment spend money in the casino all that all the kind of things whatever it is that, that you enjoy uh you want to do those things too uh, maybe go to a specialty restaurant pay a little extra for that in order to keep it under control, a budget is a, is a good idea for anybody. Um, otherwise, you can get you can easily run up uh, an onboard uh, credit, an onboard purchase bill equal to the amount you spent on the cruise without too much trouble. I hear that word "budget" an awful lot thrown around. I still, to this day, do not know what it means. Well, it's kind of hard, then. We, we probably should talk about something else, because if you don't know it by now, you never will. Very no. scary word. I don't, I don't want to know what it is. It, it um, is. Try to use a cruise travel agent. Try to. You might not be able to. Uh, the, the trick is um, a, a really good travel agent 
is worth their weight in gold to you. Uh, someone that's just uh, taking your order and punching the little numbers into a computer and, and making sure that you get your uh, electronic documents on time, they're not, they're not really worth the time. They're not, they're, it's not really worth You might as well book directly with the cruise line. The difference between uh, a good travel agent is the, the good travel agent, um, and, and, and especially one that specializes in cruises too, I should say, uh, will watch out for you from the time you, for, again, from the time the booking is made all the way through final payment, through the cruise, and follow up with you afterwards. The order taker, the cruise broker online that's, that's going to save you a few bucks up front is really not going to be worth your time. It, it's, 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 not, it's, it's uh, kind of a waste. Um, so the, the, the next big question that usually comes up is, so how do you find one of these people? Mm-hmm. Talk to your friends. Uh, you can st- everybody knows uh, somebody who, ha- who has one. Uh, and they'll tell you if they're good. They'll refer, the, they'll refer you to them. You might find that that person, um, that, that travel agent you get referred to, is not accepting new clients. That happens somewhat frequently uh, with really good travel agents. They, they limit the number of uh, clients that they can have so they can give everybody their undivided attention. Right. Uh, but that's a good one. To, that's a good, if you can find a good travel agent, do one and make it a cruise travel agent. Lastly, here in your article, you state uh, pick the right line in the first place. Yeah, that, that's important. Um, be, well, uh, I, in fact, I use an example of Carnival Cruise Lines in there, and, and that's, that's a real good one um, because we, I think probably our, I believe it's our first eight cruises was, was on Car- were on Carnival, and we really enjoyed it. Uh, at the time, we had uh, uh, two uh, preteen and moved into teenage kids, and um, uh, they enjoyed it too. Uh, they called the, the carnival ships the fun ships, and, and it didn't take but one cruise to find out that that was more than just a uh, slogan. Right. They absolutely do know what they're talking about on, on, on fun, and, and when when you'll, you'll hear this from line to line, regardless of the line, that you can have your cruise be whatever it is you want it to be. If you want it to be a, a, a laid-back, quiet cruise, fine. If you want it to be an adventure cruise, crazy, you know, party cruise, you can do that too. Um, Carnival was able to has offered us all of those things. Um, we were able to customize our Carnival cruise to go uh, to be in a quiet area of the ship so that uh, mom and dad could have quiet time, yeah. but the kids could run like crazy and have a good time on, on their ship and, and, and have their fun too. Um, the, um, picking the right line is, is a good idea because um, some cater to certain groups of people right. more so than others. Um, and you're, you know, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't want to say like X line can, uh, is good for old people and this line is good for young people or, or something like that because um, it really kind of depends on the individual person and you need that's, this is where a good uh, cruise travel agent would come in to help you uh, make that decision. Well, the article is 10 Ways to Save Money on a Cruise Without Being a Cheapskate. The writer, Chris Owen. Now, uh, you can find this at gadling.com, but uh, where else can they find you, Chris? Well, they can find me on Twitter, Orlando Chris is where you go, or uh, on Facebook, too. So either one will work. Right on. Chris Owen, thanks, man. We really always, we always appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you. 
If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. Each episode, we give you Porthole Cruise Magazine's Pick of the Week. If you're going to be cruising from Port Canaveral anytime soon, chances are you'll be spending time in Orlando before or after your cruise. If you're heading to the classic theme parks, take note of the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, which is being held now through May 15th. This annual springtime event, now in its 18th year, is full of colors with flowers, lush gardens, and more than 100 topiaries throughout the park. 75 of them are Disney characters, including for the first time, Buzz, Woody, and Lotso from Toy Story 3. There are also designer presentations with Epcot's gardening experts and a host of HGTV stars like Vern Yip, Lisa Laporta, and Genevieve Gorder, as well as a Flower Power concert series featuring live music from the 60s and 70s. Admission to the festival is included in the regular park admission. Check online for schedules, festival highlights, and special themed weekends. Each week, we'd like to try and save you some money with assistance from CruisesForLess.com. Seven-night Western Caribbean cruise from just $499 aboard the Norwegian Pearl, leaving out of Miami on March 27th. Now, that's like less than $64 per night. That's also Norwegian Cruise Line's freestyle dining, which is no dress code, no set dining times, and your choice of restaurants. Your ports will be Roatan, Belize City, Costa Maya, and Key West. Here's a good one for later on this year, a four-night Western Caribbean cruise out of Miami on the Carnival Imagination, starting at just $159. Wow. You have two sailing dates, yeah, September 19th or September 26th, less than $40 per night. You hit up Key West and Cozumel, and of course, their famous fun day at sea. How about a 10-night Pacific Coastal cruise from $699? This is aboard the Celebrity Millennium, San Diego to Vancouver, May 3rd. Uh, This is a unique repositioning itinerary, two full days and an overnight in San Francisco. Plus, uh, you'll uh, hit Santa Catalina, Astoria, Seattle, and Victoria. This is less than $69 per night on the Deluxe Celebrity Millennium. To take advantage of any of these deals, call 888-973-SHIP. That's 888-973-7447. Or go to cruisesforless.com slash cruiseradio. Follow them on Twitter at CruisesFORLess or Facebook.com slash CruisesFORLess. All right, that's going to do it. Next week, Doug is going to be on location uh, down south for Cruise Shipping Miami. Yeah, it's an industry event, and I'll be there with Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. We'll be broadcasting from down there and talking to some uh, industry experts, maybe some CEOs of some cruise lines and stuff like that. Don't forget, we're on Stitcher Radio, by the way. This is a free app you can download onto your iPhone or other smartphone device and you can get your podcast in a very quick and efficient manner also listen to other live streaming radio but really cool check it out Stitcher Radio just search Cruise Radio from the Cruise Radio studios in Jacksonville Florida I'm Matt Basford and I'm Doug Parker and this is Cruise Radio Thanks for listening to Cruise Radio. For information on how your company can reach over 100,000 travel enthusiasts a week Email sales at cruiseradio.net. Find Cruise Radio on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just search Cruise Radio. I'm your announcer.